Everybody loves McDonald's fries. So, yes, you accused your mom of stealing some of your fries on the way home. Um, but the bag did feel a little light. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. At State Farm, we're committed to uplifting black futures. In collaboration with organizations like 100 Black Men and National Urban League, State Farm provides high school students with the opportunity to learn and apply best practice strategies for saving and investing, all while offering academic support, life skills, and exposure to college access programs to prepare these students for life after high school. Check out 100blackmen.org and nul.org to donate and learn more. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. You're now listening to The Check-In with Black Men's Wear, and I'm your host, Neandre Broussard, CEO and founder of Black Men's Wear. It's unfortunate that black men have had to fight negative perceptions that not only make our personal journeys more difficult, but directly impact the wider African-American community. On The Check-In, we provide proof against these stereotypes by discussing engaging topics that uplift our community through interviews of inspiring individuals with stories of racks to riches, defeat to victory, and just downright interesting stuff you'll want to hear. Although Black Men's Wear was birthed out of a love for men's fashion and style, that love has blossomed into one of the internet's foremost communities for men to gain encouragement, inspiration, and of course, style and swag tips. We've literally gone viral over and over again for our flash mobs. Now, you ain't gotta be black to listen to this podcast, but you do have to keep an open mind and have a desire to be a part of something to change the narrative. Thanks for tapping in. This is The Check-In with Black Men's Wear. What's up, my people? We're here for another episode of The Check-In. And this time, this time, we're going into the National Hockey League. And we're tapping into a young gentleman who's making waves already at his young age um, that's actually entering into <clears throat> into entering into the, the National Hockey League as we speak. Um, the guy, Akil Thomas. Akil, man, thank you. Thank you so much for joining us today. Uh, we're excited to have you on The Check-In. Thank you for having me. No, for sure, man. Now, for those that don't know, man, who is this? Who is this young Canadian um, that's uh, that's 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 looking to take over the league by storm, still rising through the ranks, man? Who who is Akil, man? Who if somebody were to ask us this and you tap and you have to answer the question, who would you say Akil is? Oh, it's a good question. Um, I don't know. I'm just a kid from. I mean, I kind of grew up all over the place, but um, kid who loves hockey and always wanted to be a hockey player and. Um, closest to you know achieving my dream than I've ever been. So I'm um, really you know dedicated to to the game, and I do anything to you know play in the NHL one day. So uh, that's just pretty much about me. Big family. I uh, grew up kind of moving all over the place, so um, I'm pretty cultured, I, I think. And uh, yeah, I love it. I love it, man. I, I love the <clears throat> I love what you said about your goals and your dreams, and like the co- you feel like you're at the closest point. Uh, of hitting your, you know, achieving your dreams of playing in the National Hockey League. Like for you, you know, you said at a young age, you've, you know, you set your mind to this. And and I, I love asking the question of, you know, as good things came and bad things came, your mindset didn't change, right? Like how were you able to stay laser focused even to now where you're like, you're you're there, right? You're right there. Um, how are you remaining focused and dedicated to your dreams? I mean, I think it'd be pretty easy. I mean, like I said, I'm the closest I've ever been. And, uh, I mean, 
all the the you know the the feedback from everyone I look up to is just you know keep going and you'll get there. So yeah. for me, it's a pretty simple decision. I put my head down, keep keep grinding, and um, I'll just get closer and closer. So that's pretty pretty much it for me. I mean, like playing in the NHL is you know it's been my dream since day one. So um, I mean, it's a pretty simple decision. <laughs> now for. You know, I, I'm sure, you know, now obviously more than it was in the past, but like as you go and, you know, you, you get onto the ice, it's not a lot of people that look like you, right? Like it's not a lot of brothers that are in it. Like what, especially from that, I can I can imagine you've had some pretty interesting experiences um, as, as people try to use that against you. Um, you know, how do you, how do you stay the course for that, right? And not having to put the weight of all that on your shoulders. Yeah, well, um, you know, my, my dad was a hockey player himself, so uh, things are a little bit different when he played, uh, just with the world, hockey, everything. So uh, he definitely, um, you know, had to endure a lot of stuff. And growing up, he would just uh, pretty much prepare me and tell me, um, you know, A, B, and C were going to happen. So if anything, growing up, I was kind of confused on to why, like, it didn't happen more. So I was uh, pretty well prepared, and whenever, you know, something came my way, I mean, it didn't really upset me. Uh, I just was expecting it. And um, I kind of figured that that was validation that I was doing well and I was, you know, good. And yeah. I was good enough for someone to try to get under my skin. So I kind of use it as a positive. Yeah. What's it What's it like to be, uh, you know, to, to that point where it's like, yo, I'm good enough. Like you're you're performing at a high level at a young, what you like, in early 20s, right? Yeah. I mean, you're, you're performing at a level that's put you on a stage where, again, people are dreaming of being where you are when it comes to professional sports, right? So, for you to be able to to get to this point, I mean, what's it what's it what's it like? You know, what's it what's it like? Uh, you know, on a day to day, like, do you know, do do you? And I know, I, I think, kind of from your competitive perspective, you're still like, you know, to stay the course, stay the course, stay the course. But what's you know what, what what's it like? Yeah, I mean, it's it's interesting because, um, you know, the last two years I've played with the Kings farm team and we all, like, we we practice at the same facility and so we see them practicing before us, maybe sometimes after us and, and stuff like that. And it's just kind of good to kind of, like, see them and just be reminded that, like, there's definitely, you know, something that I can get better at today and get closer. Um, I think, like, you know, during a season there's obviously so many practices and sometimes um, it's taxing on the body. And sometimes guys just want to, like, kind of go home as soon as practice is over and stuff like that. So for me, it's good to kind of be reminded of I'm not where I want to be yet. And every day is just an opportunity to get, you know, 0.5% better. Um, so I kind of use that to my advantage uh, as much as I can. And I just pretty much wake up and see every day as an opportunity. And you got to seize the opportunities, right? Like, sometimes people... They, they see that there's opportunity there, but they, they overlook it and they're not doing, I like how you brought up the, you know, just get 0.5% better every day. Something that I can do today that makes me better than I was yesterday from a developmental perspective is, is pretty important, right? Like, mm-hmm. especially, especially when you're, when you're playing something that, I mean, it's, 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 it's us versus y'all, right? And so if you're not, if you're not on the ready trying to get better, you already know your opponents are. Right. And so not having that perspective and that mindset helps people kind of drift by the wayside and get lost in, in everything because they're not continuing to get better to develop that craft. Mm-hmm. Now, like when you think about, your, you know, developing your craft and 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 
you know, as it, as it comes to the game, what's probably the most important thing for you? Uh, would it be, you know, mentorship? Would it be practice? Would it be, you know, watching film? You know, for you, what's, what's probably the most important thing for you to continue to develop and grow? Uh, probably just confidence. Um, you know, I, uh, hockey's confusing, but I played um, basically four years in junior. So like small towns in, in Ontario, and it's pretty easy to have confidence playing in those leagues because it's, you know, if I'm 20 playing against 16, 17, 18 year olds, um, then, you know, it's pretty easy to have confidence. But here, obviously playing against men and uh, it's definitely hard to kind of feel the same way I've always felt growing yes. up playing against kids. So uh, it's definitely an adjustment, and I think like the best players just make that adjustment quicker than others. Right, right, right. Where do you where do you find your confidence? What uh what what helps you to kind of keep it going? Uh when I find out, I'll let you know. <laughs> okay, <laughs> he's still working out. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I don't know. It's it's tough, right? Because um you don't want to make mistakes, but yeah, uh, you're not necessarily going to do anything special if you don't kind of take uh, a risk or two. So. I don't know. Um, I'm still trying to navigate that whole thing. Um, yeah. Confident and whatnot. But, I mean, you just kind of got to go for it and um, notice things that work and continue to do them and make them better and make it second nature, if that makes sense. Yeah. Uh, and just kind of realize what works and what doesn't. And obviously, as soon as something doesn't work a couple of times, maybe take that out um, a tool bag. Um, but, yeah, that's pretty much pretty much it. Yeah, it's 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 important to some things. And uh, I was talking to my buddy a little while ago about peeling off some of the things that you know we know they don't work, but we just try to like force them sometimes. Yeah. And sometimes it's you know sometimes it's harder for us to peel some things off that we should have done already that are hindering us from our growth and our development. And so to kind of hit on that to where it's like, yeah, you, you know, if I've seen this done three times and I keep I keep getting the same result, why do I keep trying to go down that route versus? When something happens to your kitchen, you might say, This is ludicrous. But that won't fix your home. That will only get you the rapper, Ludicrous. Having trouble? Don't panic. Don't be alarmed. You need to file a claim? Holler at State Farm. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. That's right. You can file a claim on the app or call us. Thanks, Mr. Chris. No matter how ludicrous the situation, like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. State Farm, Bloomington, Illinois. Using, you know, using something else or, or uh, modifying it just a little bit to be able to to uh, pinpoint my success or find the success that I'm looking for uh, as we kind of look through it long term. Now, I'm thinking about, again, where you are today versus where you want to be, let's say, five years from now. Um, what are some what are some really good pieces of advice you've picked up along the way that are you know, kind of helping you to continue just to kind of develop into the play that you want to be? Yeah, well, I, one thing I do is I kind of analyze, um, you know, different players and when they come into the league and what they kind of progress to be. And one thing I've kind of, I guess, noticed myself, it's just like every time, everyone's time seems to come. It's just about being patient and working towards that. So um, if things aren't, you know, working out anywhere close to all now, there's no reason why um, they can't in five years. So, um, one thing I've noticed is, yeah, hockey's a little bit weird in that regard. And, you know, five years can do a lot. One year can do a lot. Half a year could, could really mean a lot for someone's career. And I've seen it happen. Guys have played with, guys have played against. And um, so that's one thing I kind of try to remind myself of is, you know, my time will come. 
and uh, hopefully I'll be everything I want to be. It's just a matter of uh, being consistent and obviously working, working hard every day. My brother-in-law died suddenly, and now my sister and her kids have to sell their home. That's why I told my husband we could not put off getting life insurance any longer. An agent offered us a 10-year, $500,000 policy for nearly $50 a month. Then we called SelectQuote. SelectQuote found us identical coverage for only $19 a month, a savings of $369 a year. Whether you need a $500,000 policy or a $5 million policy, Select Quote could save you more than 50% on term life insurance. For your free quote, go to SelectQuote.com. SelectQuote.com. That's SelectQuote.com. Select Quote. We shop, you save. Full details on example policies at SelectQuote.com slash commercials. Now, the consistency is key, right? Uh, that's a good mindset to look at, too, right? Like, especially if you've seen it happen for others, but it's not a, um, it's not falling to a, a, a place where it's like, well, it happened for them. Why didn't it happen for me? You know, versus I'm playing, my time is coming. My time is coming. Let me just keep doing what I'm doing. Uh, Cause I know it's going to, I know it's going to pay off. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Now, <clears throat> as you've gone, gone into the, the, the Kings organization, um, you know, and you, you, you know, you get into travel. Um, I'm pretty sure you traveled and played in a lot of different places. Uh, what's it like playing hockey in a place that's warm <laughs> all the time, all the time? Definitely different growing up, obviously like used to wearing a coat to practice and boots and, and whatnot. And here being able to like wear flip flops to the rink every day is quite insane. Yeah. Um, like I haven't worn pants like yet to the rink and I won't have to for a long time. So it's definitely a change. Um, I really like it um, just because, you know, if I'm in a rut or, you know, I'm having a bad week or didn't play well, you know, the next day I drive home and I live in a beachy area. So it's a nice, nice drive home and it's sunny and there's palm trees and happy people all around. So it's just yeah. a reminder to be kind of grateful for where I am and things can be much worse and, it just reminds me that you know, hockey is not everything, and I can s- still manage to have a good day, even if I'm not, uh, you know, having a good time with hockey. Uh, because you know, in the past, I tend to base my mood off of uh, my status of hockey. Yeah, right, right. That's a good point. Got to you got to separate. You know, we got to be able to separate life from work in a sense too, right? And so being able to do that, but I think that's I think I think a lot of us are that way, right? We're really hard on ourselves, and we measure ourselves based off of our successes. Um, and a lot of those based on our outward successes, not even our internal successes, right? Yeah. The fact that, you know, uh, uh, you're able to continue to develop and, and get better and go into a space that, that others aren't even in. I mean, those daily moments are developments for us. But to your point, a lot of times we just, we get so caught up in the statistics of the sport, right? That, that we're into and, and that, that puts a cloud over us when we should just be enjoying the, the process, right? Mm-hmm. What did uh, Joel Embiid say? Just trust the process, trust the process. Um, and then you just see kind of development and the growth of, the growth of that over time. Now you had a special, um, you had the ability to do something special for your team this past year with black history month, right? Um, with, with the, with the designing of the Jersey, like, let's talk, let's talk through that, through that, uh, experience, right? How did, how did it come about? Um, you know, 
how did it make you feel to be able to do that? Um, and then, you know, what was the reaction from it? Well, yeah, I mean, it was obviously unbelievable. I, I got a call into the office and I didn't really know what it was going to be about. I was kind of scared actually at first, but um, they're like, hey, we'd love to for you to design a jersey. And I originally thought it was from like my farm team at the time. So I was like, yeah, no problem. We've done hats with you guys. We've done hoodies, blah, blah, blah. Jerseys are pretty cool. And I'm like, hey, like, who are we playing, by the way? And she goes, she goes, oh, like Boston. I'm like, that's weird because there's no AHL team in Boston. So, um, then I kind of it kind of kicked in that we were doing an NHL one, and I couldn't wait to face FaceTime my team, like my partners, and kind of tell them the news because we get really excited when we can kind of work on a, kind of a project like that, designing a jersey for the for an NHL team, and obviously we know it's going to be big for the company and whatnot. So, um, yeah, it was really cool. Um, the designing process is really fun because you know we're designing an NHL jersey like this is the right. coolest thing ever, and I think. <laughs> One thing that kind of kicked in was when I was on the way to the game. You know, I'm driving downtown Los Angeles, and obviously it's one of the most famous cities in the world, and I'm just thinking to myself, like, I'm driving to the Staples Center to basically watch the Kings, like, wear my jerseys. So I kind of, like, a cool perspective in that sense just because, like, they're wearing what we created. And um, obviously we got a lot of buzz and – like I was just at the game watching and everyone was coming up to me saying like, love the juries and stuff like that. So um, yeah, it was huge for us and um, like hype beast made an article for us and whatnot. So got a lot of uh, press and, you know, hopefully we can continue to do big things like that. It's huge for the brand. Now for, for, for from the brand perspective, right. Let's introduce, let's introduce that as well. Uh, so for those that don't know the balance of entrepreneurship, with this too right so let's let's talk a little bit more about your brand yeah um you know i started it a long time ago but you know i would really say that we started about two years ago doing things properly and we had the you know the the time and the resources and the capital actually get going two years ago so i mean it's definitely not easy running a a small clothing brand it's it's not easy to like you know make people actually purchase something i mean it's you know they always say like yeah i'll get one i'll get one but it's it's hard to actually get them to yeah, right. So, right. I mean, that's kind of the challenge early on, but, um, you know, same thing goes. It's like we're just going to continue to grind and, you know, get content and do cool things and do things to stand out and, and build kind of the message. And I think our message is pretty cool. Um, our slogan is see beyond. So it's basically just like seeing beyond society's like limits and expectations and, you know, just doing beyond what your task or job is and becoming more than anyone expects you to become. So I think there's a lot of area to do like cool promotional things um, in the future. I I just think that's, it leaves a lot of ideas for us to kind of come up with. And, um, you know, it's all obviously all about branding. So I think it, uh, it's going to be a tool for us to, to use really heavily going into the future. And he says, see beyond. I like that. I like that. I do. I think there's a, there's a message to it, especially as, um, you know, kind of intersecting the two of where you are in hockey as well, right? See beyond um, versus today is, this is what today's situation is, this is what today's circumstance is. But, you know, look, where am I going with this? How far can I go ahead and just being able to to have a brain that echoes that? And I re- remind us, where's, what's the uh, what's the name of the, the company? Yeah, it's called Zale Apparel. So Z-A-L-E. Um, we have a website. We have Instagram, Twitter, uh, TikTok, but Facebook maybe um yeah that's what it's called and 
um, basically my mom's from Barbados and, uh, there's a trident on the flag. So that's our, like our logo is a modernized trident and, uh, trident to represent Greek mythology and Zale means power of the sea in Greek mythology. Um, so I think kind of down the road because of just like the meaning there, we'll probably get into some things maybe to do with like, I don't know, water or the ocean and, and maybe, I don't know. I mean, I don't really know exactly what I mean by that, but I think if we were to ever be successful, we would probably, you know, see beyond and, and uh, tap into something and maybe make a difference in that uh, department. For sure, for sure, for sure. And let me ask you, man, so <clears throat> for young, you know, uh, uh, for young black... If you went on a road trip and you didn't stop for a Big Mac or drop a crispy fry between the car seats or use your McDonald's bag as a placemat, then that wasn't a road trip. It was just a really long drive. Bada ba 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 At participating McDonald's. Boys and girls that or might be interested in in the sport, right? What what kind of encouragement or motivation do you have for them uh, as it goes into you know tapping in and getting into in, uh, interested in hockey? Yeah, I mean, I mean, the reality is you can do it now, and you know, not too long ago it was kind of harder. So um, you know, now everything you know that's happened in the last few years is is going to make a difference in the world, like with hockey, with like just you know, America and just the world in general. So it's going to make a difference in, in a good way. I think things are going to be more inclusive and people are definitely, I just feel like the world is a lot more educated than it was five years ago, um, which is like kind of a cool fact. But um, yeah, reality is you can do it. And, you know, I've never really felt in my time that I was like different than in everyone else, like in a bad way. Like if anything, um, you know, my my teammates, like, we all know that not many like black guys play hockey. So yeah, right, right. we use that fact that I'm different as a way to get along in a better way. Um, and that's kind of the premise of why I started uh, my own podcast, actually, just to kind of, um, I mean, it was mid COVID. I don't really, I'm kind of took a break right now, but it's called so all nice, the podcast. So we did that for about a year and a half, maybe, and uh, got a lot of traction. Like we're an NHL podcast. So, um, that was a success, and I just wanted to highlight, you know, the the positives of black players playing hockey and, like, the good stories that come out of it and how, you know, you can become closer because you're different than everyone else, so. Yeah, man, I love that. I love that. It's it's, it's space that's needed, you know what I mean? Like, and I, <clears throat> I appreciate how you break it down that, you know, where we are today versus where we were in the past is two different places, right? We are progressively moving forward, but now we have, we have the tools, we have the keys to be able to, 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 uh, uh, and the ability to be able to dive into something new, thrive in it, excel in it, learn it. Um, it's, it's not to, not to be like cliche of it. Right. But it's like, like once Tiger Woods started playing golf, we were all like, Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. And that's, it's something that we can tap into, right? And we've seen that we've seen a number a number of um, black faces in hockey. To your point, now that are that are that are thriving, that are excelling. Um, I mean, the cover of the NHL twenty twenty, I think it was twenty nineteen, was a brother. You know what I mean? Like just just well, having those. I was about to say, like, there's no better time to be a black hockey player than right now. Like you see Sarah Nurse on the cover of NHL this year, a female. So like everyone's trying to be a little bit more inclusive and um, even things like jobs in the NHL, like first black broadcaster of Seattle and they're hiring 
a really diverse um, uh, like staff, and yeah. just like you're seeing the first women coaches and GMs now. So I think like right now is kind of the you know the time to try hockey if you don't think you know you should or you'll fit in or whatnot. I think now is definitely the time that you know everything is gonna change for the better. Yeah. So so some of y'all uh think that football is a physical sport. You ain't seen a hockey match, because so, yeah, I, yeah, it's uh, it's it's contact for real. It's contact for real, man. How's how how how's your body feeling today? You know, you got practice consistently. How's yeah? I mean, today's our first day off in like weeks, so uh, okay. definitely like, you know, I'm definitely tired, but I'm definitely grateful to just have today to relax because I've played five games this week, um, and like, five <laughs> five games and five nights, so. Um, yeah, it's been been a crazy week, and definitely just gonna use today to recover. And we got camp tomorrow as well, so uh, get ready for that. Last couple, last couple questions for you, right? So, first question I want to think about, like, so to get to where you are today, what do you think was probably the biggest obstacle you had to overcome? Now, whether it was you know something you put in front of yourself or something somebody else put in front of yourself. What would you think is probably the biggest obstacle you had to overcome? I would say myself, uh, self-doubt, um, being complacent. Uh, when I was younger, I was like really, really good. And I didn't have to try to be good. And so I got used to that. And, uh, you know, obviously that's, you know, my own fault. But um, I just felt really content with how I was as a hockey player. And like I said, I didn't have to go out there and try. And I would get two points a game. And, uh, you know, now that I play pro um, and everyone is like me or everyone was like right. me here and, you know, they didn't get the same opportunity as me when I was younger. So they built like a habit of being hungry all the time and stuff like that. So I'm playing catch up in that regard now. They're building like better habits and stuff like that. So that's why I've been pretty, you know, dedicated to getting better, you know, 0.5% each day. Yeah. Um, yeah, I would say, you know, myself. Um I, I think as soon as I kind of figure that out, I think things will start working a lot better for me. Yeah, a lot of times we got to get out of our own way. You know, we 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 hold our limitations, we hold our opportunities. Um, when we get out of our own way and we really truly develop and and turn into or focus on what the goal is at hand, uh, I know everybody, not everybody, but a lot of people deal with like that imposter syndrome, right? It's the self doubt of, am I really supposed to be here? You know. You know, all of these guys are, you know, X, Y, Z. Am I really supposed to be here? Uh, but then once you get through that, that's where that that's where that mamba mentality comes from, right? Then it becomes, okay, yeah, I know I'm supposed to be here. Now I'm gonna go out here and kill all y'all. I'm gonna eat everything, right? Now yeah. I've got this turned on, and I gotta, I'm gonna continue to get better so that way I can do that. Uh, but to your point, a lot of times we 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 get into our own way. We stumble out the blocks and just stay there. Versus, now nah, if you stumble. Keep it going. To your point, what you've been saying over and over again, it's all about the timing and just consistency and staying at it and then keeping going. It'll work itself out. And so the fact that you understood that you got out your own way, I think is a really good thing uh, as we look at your, you know, your, your imminent future success. It's coming tremendously. I'm just going to be sitting there like, yep, yep. <laughs> I remember that conversation I had with Akil. Now yeah. I can't even get him on the phone because he got something. <laughs> <laughs> oh, one more question. One more question I want to ask. So this is a consistent question I ask to close out the podcast, right? So you guys are here on the check-in with my man, Akil Thomas. Um, not only 
not only a, a, a hockey player, but entrepreneur, has his own clothing line. Um, my question for you is, right, if you had a billboard, and this billboard was in downtown L.A., and you had one message to put on there, what would your message be to the world? That's a good question. Um, yes. I haven't been asked that question before. Um, hmm. Just anything? Yeah. Hmm. Well, I guess, like, the, the reason why it may be hard or difficult for me to answer that is because, like, I mean, I've lived here for two years, so I feel like my message to Toronto, like my hometown would be different than, you know, LA because. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Well, let's, let's do that then. Let's, what's, what's the message to the hometown? Well, I, I just think it's a very, it's a very like violent city right now. Um, a lot of gun violence and, uh, just seems like everyone tries to tear each other down there. Like it's, it's hard to be an artist, uh, in Toronto because of the politics. And as soon as you're doing well, you kind of have a target on your back. And I think that kind of, affects the the outlook on Toronto just because like there's so much talent that comes out of Toronto and they're not able to like show the world because they get shot. So like I can name a handful of rappers that I used to listen to my friends and stuff and you know they've been like shot and, and killed and um I just think with those like five artists like they'd be making their way into um you yeah. asked just like Pressa did he's the same thing. Um I just think that uh I guess my message would be just like, like let's love each other. Like let's not kill each other. Um, I don't know. Just think that uh, it's a crazy city right now. No, love is a love is a big thing, man. And you, it's funny you say that. So when we were there, uh, we had a conversation with uh, Tyrone Edwards from E. And Tyrone T Rex was like, <laughs> he said the same thing. He said, "Man, it's getting crazy here for no reason. Like a lot of like, there's a lot of violence here." for no reason he's like stop the violence like we're we're messing up our opportunities because we are in this space where we feel as though it's cool to be violent um and he was like he's like that wasn't that wasn't toronto years ago like it's it's turning now to where you know these things are going on and so he was saying the same thing about toronto um that it's just it's becoming kind of crazy yeah it is and you know when you watch the toronto news it's like it's normal to see like 17 year olds like killing each other now. And like now that I'm 22, like when I was 17, I'm like, yeah, that's crazy. But now that I'm 22 and these kids are five years younger than me. Yeah. I'm just like, how, like, how does that even happen? How do you even yeah. only gone? Like it's just, it's crazy. Everybody loves McDonald's fries. So yes, you accused your mom of stealing some of your fries on the way home. Um, but the bag did feel a little light. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. So, um, yeah, but I would, I would kind of, I guess, say the same thing for LA though. It's pretty bad, if not maybe even worse here. But I just don't know LA like that. So, right, 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 right. You gotta, you know, stop, uh, stop hating each other. Stop hating. Send more love. Share more love. Love everybody. That's how we keep moving forward. That's how we keep going and being great. Uh, Akil, man, my guy, appreciate you. How can the people find you on, you know, if they want to tap in with you, what, what can they find you? Yeah, uh, my Instagram is Thomas 44 A-K-I-L. Um, you know, Zale, Zale Apparel on uh, on Instagram and ZaleApparel.com website. Um, 
yeah, I mean, I have a Twitter, but I don't really use it much. Um, so, yeah, that's pretty much it. I appreciate you, Akil, man, and, and kudos to you, bro. Again, I'm already, I'm already seeing it, man. I'm, I'm already seeing it. I, I can tell um, you are well on your way to a long, successful career. Uh, keep doing you, bro. Don't let nobody change you. I can tell that you won't uh, let anybody change you. Keep doing you. Uh, and I'm looking forward to seeing big things out of you here soon, man. Thank you. Appreciate it. Nice talk. Not for sure, brother. For sure. Well, again, you guys, this is another episode of The Check-In. Go ahead and make sure you share this with somebody else that can hear Akil's story. Um, there's, there's power in our words, and we just want to have a platform that showcases that power and gives our, gives our brothers an opportunity to share their stories with the rest of the world. So thank you guys for tapping in, and we'll see you next week. Thank you for listening to the check-in with Black Menswear. Don't forget to subscribe to the podcast and tell a friend about it. Follow us on Instagram and Twitter at Black Menswear. Check out and subscribe to the Black Menswear YouTube channel. And visit us online at www.weareblackmenswear.com to join the mailing list for ongoing updates for the Black Menswear Flash Mob Tour. Peace and blessings. If you went on a road trip and you didn't stop for a Big Mac or drop a crispy fry between the car seats or use your McDonald's bag as a placemat, then that wasn't a road trip. It was just a really long drive. Bada ba ba ba. At participating McDonald's.